Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Appreciate you guys listening to the Donna and Steve show with DJ Rock Lobster. Come on, man. You always have to be ready. Steve. What? Don't ruin it. It's not, I'm making the Rock Lobster song more approachable. Less edgy. Less polarizing. We should do a breakdown. I'll, I'll pull up the I Love Lucy. It's, it's very close. Again, no. I maintain. Oh, Bull Dookie. If Marvin Gaye's estate somehow won that thing versus Robin Thicke, then Rock Lobster people need to pay up to Lucy and Desi. You know, I Googled once, like, I Love Lucy and Rock Lobster, and there was not a lot of hits, so maybe this could be our thing. Oh, yeah, we hit it big. Yep. Rocco, you and I, will go splitsies on the payout. Okay. Donna's <laughs> going to be working for the man over there, I can and already the, tell. And the B-52s will hate us forever, because then yeah. they got to give all their money to Desi Lou. Yeah, man. <laughs> that's funny. Okay. Desi Lou, that's fun to say. It is. Okay, though. Beat it, beat <laughs> It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is The Beat. Hey, Steve. Hi. I came up with a confession. Now, listen, it's a confession Tuesday, 1130 today. You're going to send this to, you have to send this to Hannah. No, I'm not sending it to her. We're not going to send it at all? She'll be too mad? She's scary. What do you think makes her as angry as she is all the time? <sighs> Tight pants? Disdain? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and a little disdain for the state of being? No, because she's smart and she doesn't have time for dummies like us. When I came to her last week, I you have to do it because I came to her late last week and she said, Steve, you're supposed to send it by 8.30. I schedule posts. Simone Biles trending. <laughs> and then I just walked away. Oh my god, I love it. it. Let's ask Rocco. Yeah, Rocco, oh, can you go Rocco, tell the lady Hannah that we have a um, yeah. tell her that we have a confession question that we would like to get added. To she the doesn't page. have much patience for me either, and she does not like my mullet. No, nobody does. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> Rocco. No, I love it. No, no Rocco, Rocco, it looks good. You okay. need to ponytail that. Beat. I did. Uh, <laughs> I did contact my hairdresser. We'll see if we'll. I it's think you're Why don't you just really do it like a duck tail? My wife said no <laughs> ponytails over oh, okay. top knots. Oh, yeah. Remember the man bun had its moment? It did. Yes, it did. <laughs> what were we saying about music? I don't yeah. know. Our First, I wanted to know about the confession. All right. Well, we're going to do... The, gonna, the question is going to be this. I can't believe you picked this one. And you can email us already. What is a childlike thing that you still enjoy doing? What do you mean you can't believe it? But you sent me two. I picked I know, one. I know. <laughs> I just thought you were going to go with the other one because it was better. The other. <laughs> so <laughs> the other one was, what is the most immature thing that you do? Similar. I don't know. That's a little hard to say. What do you mean? Oh, Steve. What? You should have a, a plethora of answers. Wait, me? Yes. I'm a professional. 
All right, Led Zeppelin. Uh, There's going to be a new documentary titled Becoming Led Zeppelin. It has been completed. There's not a release date yet, but the movie will mark the band's 50th anniversary and will include new interviews with surviving members Jimmy Page, Robert Plant. Oh, they both? Oh, could this lead to And John Paul Jones. Wow. Maybe we get them finally coming back together. That'd be cool. Ah! You know, Robert Plant can still sing. I mean, he still, that Alison Krauss album that yeah. those two put out, oh, one of my favorites. You know, he played like the surf ballroom down in Iowa, like pre-pandemic. And I'm like, how did I not go to that? Wow, how did you not? I know. This film will also feature archival interviews with the late John Bonham. I don't know anything about Led Zeppelin. Oh, really? I, I, I don't I'm know a, how John I'm Bonham to play the died. There or whatever. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> How how did he die? Uh, it involved drinking. Oh, really? I'm pretty sure. I, I thought it was a plane say, crash. I want to say he. I'll look it up. No, he was. He was in. He enjoyed. Here, let's see if I could find it. Um, wow, their second no, album he, knocked the Beatles off the I, top. Of the I was charts. gonna say this, and I was afraid I was wrong. He did uh, choke on his own alcohol-induced oh, upchuck. Wow. Got it. That That's bad. Report? Yes. That's how they worded it. Yeah, yes, they got said, oh, got some serious upchuck here. I want to say this about Led Zeppelin. Upchuck in so long. I used to listen to um, a lot of classic rock, and when I was like 14, 15, 16, loved it. Had on WRRK 96.9 in Pittsburgh all the time. And my cousin then got the box set, a box set of Le- from Led Zeppelin. And so we would just listen while playing like hockey in the street, we would listen to Led Zeppelin. Then we'd go into his house. We'd listen to Led Zeppelin. It was just great. And then it was like hearing the the delicacy at moments of the guitar to the hard rock yeah. of the guitar. How they would go from opening a song in acoustic and then shift to electric. And Robert Plant's voice was just so stinking cool. I really, really like them. I think every guy, and probably... Maybe you too, Donna. It has that moment with that Led Zeppelin four album with like Black Dog and Stairway to Heaven, and yeah. it's just like this is changing my life. Man. Yeah. I I'm I'm late to the party. Oh really? I, they I was never really into Zeppelin at all. Yeah. I was more into the B fifty twos. You know. Hopefully, you know, a lot of they did have one concert film called The Song Remains the Same. And most That's people right. are like, it's not that good. Really? Um it just doesn't capture them, I don't know, at at their best in concert. But hopefully this new documentary, especially since they have the cooperation of the band, will they'll probably dig yeah. up some cool footage. I bet and, you're right. I want to know how old Robert Plant is now. I bet you could figure that out. I, I bet it's on the it interwebs. And it, I don't know when the last time that he and Jimmy Page performed together. It's Was there a falling time. out or something? Yeah, but they did do a couple. They got together for a couple years and did some shows, Page and Plant. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, but I don't think it came here. Together. Maybe it did. He's 72. Oh, okay. He's still young. Younger than... <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's still youngish. I thought he was, you know, 80. I thought so, too. Wow. Yeah. He's still young. Come on. Go on yeah. tour with the This was in the mid-90s. Yeah, you're right. Mid-90s under the title Page and Plant. They reunited in 1994 after recording a live acoustic album. They embarked on a world tour. 
So maybe it's been since then. And it looks like they did do something in 07 like one time. Okay. In, in London, I think. All right. They got together. Remember, they played uh, Live Aid in 85. Um, oh, but yeah. But it didn't go very well. I think there were sound problems and yeah, I don't know. I don't know. All right, good Let's talking to you guys. everybody. Let's watch What's the up? movie. I heard it's coming out. I heard it's going to be at the Venice Film Festival or something. Oh, so oh. you know more than I. If you're feeling it. Wow. Wow. You guys? Out of time. Road trip? Oh, that was the beat? That was the beat, Ron. That was the beat, guys. All right. Led Zeppelin beat. news. You're welcome. Um, how about this? Well, why don't we do a little food news yes. next? Uh, there's a new Doritos flavor, and Donna puts in caps lock. Love it. Love, love, love. We'll tell you what it is. Also, um, you know how people take pictures of their food and they post it on social media? Yeah, so annoying. Yeah, well, it turns out a bunch of them are fakes. <gasps> I'll explain when we come back. It's Don and Steve on my talk. Hey, we got to say a quick thanks to Chill Boys for sponsoring this podcast. And for keeping my groin comfortable. I love Chill Boys. I love their boxer briefs. They are the most comfortable pair of boxer briefs that I've ever slid on uh. to my body. No, I slide them on. Uh. You know why I slide them on? Because as they come up over my extremely well-developed thighs... I feel the cooling sensation. You feel it immediately. <laughs> Donna, you do. You have felt it too. Yeah, they're kind of they're made for guys, but you've tried them on. You know what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, women like them too. I like to wear them around the house. They are absolutely the most comfortable pair of underwear that I have ever worn. That's because they source the best high-performance and eco-friendly fabrics that the guys behind Chill Boys could find. Yeah, you know what that fabric is? It's bamboo. You're putting bamboo on your legs. You think it's going to be noisy and clank around like panda food, but it's not. It's very comfortable. I'm telling you, it's the most comfortable undies you'll ever wear. Bamboo material has natural antibacterial properties, so it'll keep you free from odor. It'll keep you cool down there. That's all I'm going to say about that. Get 15% off your first purchase at chillboys.com. Use the promo code MYTALK. Chillboys, comfort where it counts. I couldn't believe it. Hey, good morning. Donna and Steve at your service. On my talk 1071, everything entertainment. Woo! We got some good news. <laughs> yes, we do. In the, in the world of food, particularly. Yes, for pickle lovers. Woo! Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yes. Yummy! All right, Steve. Let everybody know the good news. This is good news. Donna's feeling really good about this. Let's talk about Doritos. The Reets, we all love Cooler Ranch more than nacho cheese because we're educated. Yeah, that's true. We're not savage. That cheese is pretty good, too, though. Yo, no, I can do half a bag of that, no doubt. Oh, man. Cooler Ranch, though, I, I just, when I when you look at your fingers after you've finished a sitting with Cooler Ranch Doritos, or is it Cool Ranch? It's Cool Ranch. Are you saying cooler? I'm saying cooler. Don't you know, say cooler. I feel like at one point they did add cooler to it. Didn't they? No. Shut Rocco. up. Rocco. I know. And but you know somebody was down? telling me, like, in Europe, they call them Durap. American style or something like that anyways. <laughs> That's how Donna says Europe now, by the way. <laughs> I was, Rocco, I was, I was thinking yesterday of categories for you for <laughs> the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Okay. And I thought you should do movies and things in pop culture that sound like Durap. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, it looks like it did change to Cooler Ranch in like 95. Thank you. And then back in 06, changed back to Cooler okay. Ranch. Okay. Okay, that's good. Right. That helps me to feel justified. Well, new Dorito news, a new flavor 
Uh, by the way, first, their pickle-flavored Doritos, which launched last summer, uh. were oddly popular. It's a pickled flavor that you'll love or you'll hate. They are back. Yes. They're back with this new flavor. How does this sound? Bags of tangy pickle Doritos yes. are available nationwide again. And if you like their Cool Ranch version, the new flavor is Tangy Ranch. Tangy. Tangy. I love it. Tangy. I love Chingy. it. Chingy. Remember the rapper Chingy? I don't. Tangy Ranch. It sounds like the main difference is a hint of sour cream. Yes. Yes. Give it to me right now. If you cannot find them in stores, they're also going to be available at snacks.com. Why is that funny? I just can't believe that there's a snacks.com where you can buy snacks. Yeah, you can buy snacks. Really? Which, all right, let's very very quickly, um, you get to eat one. You're in charge of grocery stores, the potato chip aisle. And they say, only one bag can be sold forevermore, henceforth, moving forward. You choose the bag. I would like to remind you, of course, we're talking about Doritos. They're great. Don't sleep on Sun Chips. They've got a lot of great varieties. Oh, those are really good. I would even allow you to throw in things like Wheat Thins. And what are the other things? Triscuits. Triscuits. The only good Triscuits, I think... Are they, they're like rosemary tomatoes. I bleeping know what you're talking about. They and, also make uh, the other ones like that, too. The wheat thins. They make hey, some Donna, good ones. Hey, Steve. Next time you do that wheat thin situation, why don't you get yourself a slab of pepper yak cheese? I don't like pepper jack. That's let's, the only cheese I don't eat. Let's do some sharp shadar. Okay. Sharp I'm cheddar. All right. I'm back. And you get some slices of that on top of that trisket? Yes, who's back? I'm back. You're up. One bag of chips available moving forward at grocery stores. Which do you choose? Don't forget about barbecue. Don't forget about Pringles. Oh, I love barbecue. Me too. Um, I am going to choose sour cream and onion Lay's potato chips. Not wavy. No wavy. A standard chip. Is correct. Huh. That's a pretty solid choice there. You know, there's a part of me that wants to go really off script, and a lot of people would put their nose up at me for this. I do like a barbecue baked lay. Yeah. Potato chip. It makes me feel less greasy at the end of my experience with them than I do a standard lays barbecue chip. I'm Bradley Trainer and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. A barbecue Pringles, also very good. Easy to go through a tube. But I think I'm going to go... I think I'm going to stay with Cool Ranch Doritos. You are. You see a nice royal blue bag of those, and you're the one who opens it. You know, for like the next nine minutes, you're going to be doing one thing and one thing only, and it's eating those Doritos. (laughs) You know what I mean? You're so dramatic. It's fun. It's fun. Now we're going to talk about food fluencers. People on social media, of course, like to post photos of their food. Turns out, Some of these are lies. How so? 40% of people 
have admitted that they have posted pictures of food they didn't actually eat. Eat or make? Eat. This well, includes. Okay. No, it's not. Why do you have to eat it? Well, you just taking a picture of food? Yeah, maybe you made it for someone else, like your honey. You're dismissed. Okay. You're out of order. All right. It includes pictures of other people's food or stuff that you saw online that just looked enticing. 50, 57% of people who do it say that they've staged or rearranged food on their plate to get a better shot. Now, if you're just worried about likes, the best food photos, by the way, are photos of pizza. Pizza, Berger. pizza. Eats pizza. Pizza, pizza. pizza. Piece of pizza. Pizza, pizza. Burgers or berger, also specialty cocktails. Those are what people say they're drawn to the most. You know, I have this thing that makes my mental life difficult, which is anytime there's dissonance between what you see online and just like normal life, it just, I get it. Like there's presentational versions of ourselves and all that. But like when you, if you're just a home cook, and you're not working at a restaurant, and then you take a picture of your, you want to take a picture of the food that you made, and then you put the fork in the right place and make sure there's a couple crumbs that are over there. So oh it doesn't my look, God, get a job. It just seems, <laughs> it like, seems a little like, I don't know, it just makes you feel a little bit uncomfortable. God, what, I can't say that anymore? I just mean, is this what people are doing with their time? <sighs> Sorry. Rocco? What he's not. Do? He's not talking. He's. Is he he's, upset with us? Yeah, he's really mad. Oh no, he's, no, he's, he's preparing. He's We've, getting questions ready. We have the uh, the College what? of Pop Culture Knowledge. Nothing. I. You didn't tell him not to call on you. It's all right. I'm ready. I I wrote them all. I'm good. No, we were just. How we well do just, you guys know your MTV unplugged? Not well. I usually don't tell you this far in advance. Yeah, this is good. And by the way, if you feel like that's your wheelhouse and you're out there listening, this would be a great time to call. Uh, We are going to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge coming up next, which is going to be great. Then you can bet on me or Donna. If you bet on the right person, you will win a fantastic prize. MTV Unplugged. There's a couple that come to mind Uh, There's only one for me. Just one. I think I know. I think we're thinking of the same one. Yeah, of course. It's the... The. The. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's great. Uh, you can call us now if you would like, and then you'll have a chance to win. 651-641-1071. Hey, Cat Video Fest coming up Thursday, August 12th, presented by First Equity and a can of pet foods. Tickets on sale, 15 bucks. Supports our charity partner, Biddy Kitty Brigade. Chuck and Don VIP tickets available right now as well. Game time. It's easy to bail on a workout, but it's hard to bail on a friend. That's why I like the idea of a workout buddy. Somebody that can keep you accountable, push you a little bit to lift more, run a little bit faster, or try a new exercise. Right now, The Y is offering $10 enrollment with no dues until August if you join by June 30th. So you and a friend can sweat, stretch, strengthen, and yes, you can save together too. Join now at ymcanorth.org. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, MTV fan Rocco. I want to see how smart you are. Well, Sunday was MTV's 40th anniversary, so I thought maybe I'll mix in some MTV questions this week. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's so many ways I could go with it, but I thought today I'm going to quiz you guys on MTV Unplugged. 
That was like a big thing. All the rage for a while. Yes. In fact, yes. I think all my questions are going to be from like 92 and 93. Today. Oh, no. All right. No, so we'll oh. see. Um, here to play along is Chris, male Chris. Oh, darn. Hey. Hey, hey male Chris. What's up, man? Oh, not much. MTV, but unplugged is no good, but let's do this. Sweet, hey, man. Chris. What do you bench? Hey, Chris. What's that? <laughs> Yeah, how much do you bench? About three fifteen. Are you Whoa, serious? Chris, you're yeah. amazing. Oh my gosh. Donna, do you understand how heavy that is? Of course. I mean, if you see somebody, you know, at the NFL Combine, they have them uh, lifting 225 pounds. So you have two 45-pound plates on each side. Wow, that's a lot, man. You that's 142 kilograms, I think. <laughs> Shut up, Rocco. <laughs> 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 That's awesome, man! Sweet, and dude. I'm uh, and I'm only 160 pounds. So. No, okay, what? now you're Chris just lying. Lie. Don't lie to us. True story. What are you talking about? Why do you do that? Can you send us a picture? Uh, I could. It'd be sort of creepy, but sure. This is weird. First of all, I need to say this too. You don't. Your voice does not sound like you're 160 pounds. You sound like you're like 200, just like an Athenian god. Uh, well, you can, I'll take the second half of that, but no, okay. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm five eight one sixty. And he benches three fifteen. See, so this means I would look at you, Chris. All right, well, you two get a room. Just one. Let me finish this. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> Just pull it, Donna. I would look at Chris and be like, "Yeah, don't cross me, bro. I could destroy you." And then he would annihilate me, yep. and it'd be a real bummer. <laughs> okay, you done. I think so. All right. All right. So, Chris, we're, who do you think good. knows more about MTV Unplugged, Donna or Steve? I will go with Donna. Yeah. Uh, yeah clearly, Woo. I ruined any opportunity at do friendship Do my fingers with Chris. look arthritic? I thought that. <laughs> I got to go. Bye. Bye. <laughs> you know what? Uh, text me, Donna, because I can't see you waving me oh, down because my camera's sure, broken. Sure, Steve. I'll get it ready right now. Bye. All right. Rocco. All right. I'm Getting Chris on hold. We're turning Steve off. I'm just looking at you, kid. Okay. Are you ready? Yes, I am. All right. The best-selling MTV Unplugged album of all time came out in 1992 and sold 26 million copies. Hint, it was a British man. Name him. A British man? Mm-hmm. Pass. Her 1992 Unplugged album featured a Grammy-nominated cover of the Jackson 5's I'll Be There. Uh, that is uh, Mariah Carey. His 1993 Unplugged album opened with Hot Legs and closed with Forever Young. Ooh, uh, that's Rod Stewart. And the first one, a British man, Elton... Nah, he's never done MTV Unplugged. Elton John? Elton, a British man. It's Elton John's album. Let's see what Chris has to say. Chris, do you have thoughts on 1992's 26 million copies selling MTV Unplugged? Was it Clapton? Donna, do you have thoughts? I would uh, accept that answer. Do we need to name the album or just the man? the man. Okay, we'll go with, let's do that. I like that. Yeah. I and like it a lot. How do you feel about her other answers, uh, Mariah Carey and Rod Stewart? Uh, I am on board with both those. Yeah! All right. Woo! Let's all retext right, Steve, right. Steve Arino. I just texted him. Okay. I wrote, hi. He read it <laughs> at 1034. Did he? Steve, are you back? Okay. Hey. He's back. Hey, man. Hey, guys. All right. How do you feel about MTV Unplugged, Steve? Pretty good. I just did a bunch of push-ups. Got a sweet, sweet pump going on in my chest. Sweet. 
you got you know you have a good t-shirt body i've always heard <laughs> it's the only way I've ever described but my peak physical conditioning is I'm in t-shirt shape which yeah. is like I bet you he seems fairly healthy. I take this sucker off, my All male right. flabalage rolls out. Flabalage. Donna. Okay. What? We're here, filling time. Here comes three questions about MTV Unplugged. Okay. Um <laughs> the best-selling MTV Unplugged album of all time came out in 1992 and sold 26 million copies. Hint, it was a British man. Name him. Sting. Her 1992 Unplugged album featured a Grammy-nominated cover of the Jackson 5's I'll Be There. Mariah Carey. His 1993 Unplugged album opened with Hot Legs and closed with Forever Young. Okay, shoot, man. Forever Young. That's not Bruce Springsteen. I'm going to say Bruce Springsteen until the time runs out. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give Oh, jeez, Louise. Um, all right. Well, let's go over the answers. What um, is the first one? The first one is Eric Clapton. Yeah! Oh, Chris. Oh. The Tears in Heaven song. That's oh, right. Yeah. That was just Thanks. unescapable for about two or three years there. Yeah. Dang it. Um, the second one, Mariah Carey both got. And the third one, Donna got. It was Rod Stewart. Of course, he sang Hot Legs. And there was a couple songs called wow. Forever Young. Uh, Dylan had one. Mm. Stewart had one. There was another one by a British band. But anyways, we're talking about the Rod Stewart one. Yeah! And uh, Chris is the winner. Chris nice is the winner. Job. Woo! Nice Way to go, job, Chris. Chris. All right. Way to go. Whew, thank you for getting clapped in. That's good. Yeah. He still would have won because Steve only got one. Oh, that's yeah. right. But anyways, Chris. Sting still... was a good guest, though. I yeah, I was trying say. to remember if Sting did it unplugged. I, oh, I he definitely he did. did. Yes, yeah. he did. And I yeah. think Springsteen did one. I I, I want to say Springsteen like was like, you know what? I'll do one of your solo shows, but I'm gonna plug in because oh, I'm, yeah. I'm iconoclastic. Yeah. I th- isn't isn't the show coming back? Probably. Didn't we have it that is. story a while I ago? I think so. So is Cribs. MTV's bringing it all back. Yes, cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna go talk to Chris. Bye and now. You guys, you know, get tipsy or whatever you guys want to do. It's not my business. Oh. Hey, tell Chris I said what's up. Okay. But say it the way you're supposed to. <laughs> Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 Hey, here's a good tip. Make sure you buy a fire extinguisher before you need one. <laughs> Same thing goes for the plunger. Oh, gosh. That first one was so unbelievably stupid. Donna, that might actually be the (laughs) dumbest tip we've ever said on this show. And we've shared many stupid, I mean useless tips. tell it to the people who don't have a fire extinguisher. Wait, so just say it one more time. Read it as written. Make sure you buy a fire extinguisher before you need a fire extinguisher. Follow-up question. So just to be clear, what you mean is don't wait to purchase it until flames are visible. Not exactly. Don't wait to purchase it before it's too late. What that when? I'm not there, saying you're smoke run or fire? to Home Depot and your house is on fire. That's what that stupid tip makes it seem like. All right. Don't wait till it's too late to buy a fire extinguisher. I'll be. How about this one? All right. 
Did you know you can download the entire Wikipedia website onto a USB drive? Oh, boy, that's why. They constantly dump the entire (laughs) updated website into a compressed download, about 14 gigabytes, so that users can have a backup for when they need to do research but don't have internet. Boy, you don't even see a lot of USB drives anymore, thumb drives. Can I tell you, I have never, ever used one before. I don't even know how to use it. You just stick it in the computer and then what choose the information you want on it yeah you you're less confident as you went on there you would stick it in your usb drive okay. and then it would appear on your home screen here's a new device storage device and then you can drag and drop anything you need into that device and then you hit the eject button and then you remove it but it always oh. tells you if you just yank that sucker out it's like hey you took that out wrong you might have compromised the stuff you were trying to save Okay, so would that be a good idea to put, say, your passwords onto? Don't save them on your computer. Just have them in the USB drive and then put that USB drive in the hands of someone you trust for when you die. Thank you. I'll hang up. I think there's an (laughs) app called 1Password that you can get in it. All you need, I Christian Unser, our tech producer on Twin Cities Live, he calls himself a tech spurt, mm. if that's not infuriating. But he says, you just have to remember the password to one password. That's the critical one that you can't forget, but everything else then, Wait. it'll be saved within the app. Oh. And so if you go to, I guess, log on to the site or the whatever, it's all stored it right in now. one place. I'm going to go to one password i I do how do we know why do we trust this site do you pay i mean i used to pay for something called dashlane to save all my passwords but now i notice that chrome you know which is a browser they save all your passwords and all you really need to know is your google password google sorry i slurred that you're right that's true the world's most loved password manager it's the easiest way to store and use strong passwords Log into sites and fill forms securely with a single click. Click. Get started. Okay, that's great. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. There you go. She just yep. sold the money. Yep. Yeah. How much is it, Donna? Well, a Teams starter pack, uh, best value for up to 10 users, is nineteen ninety five a month. Suck Whoa. it. Okay. Um, <laughs> All right. No. Nope. What about the single user? <laughs> Seven ninety nine per user monthly. Nope. Okay. Uh, enterprise, all the business features, blah, blah, blah. You can get a custom quote. I'm not paying. No. <laughs> I know. Not paying one password. Yeah. Right? You know, you are, I get it. I'm cheap. You're cheap. You strike me as a cheap person. I'm cheap with <laughs> myself, but not with others. What? What? That's I'm not cheap with others. to me where you seem cheapest. Rude. No, I consider myself a generous person. Uh, Wait, why do you say that? Why do you say that? You just get that vibe from you. Rude. Talk to my friends. Talk to my family. (laughs) No, this is is Steve being bitter because he once asked if I won the lottery, if I would give him money. And I'm like, why? Why would I give you money? I mean, if she won... I give you a hundred bucks. Hundred thousand yeah. if you won Powerball. Who? What? Do you know the percentages of that? Do you know how many people I have in my life? I'm one of them. <sighs> Baking cookies and don't have eggs. <laughs> you could use half a banana per egg. Works, oh, really? Works great. As I a bet substitute. you'd get a nice little banana flavor too. I bet you're right, Steve. I just had a banana this morning. You did? 
I bought Nana's. Me likey. <laughs> I'm really mad at you right now. All right, so now we're going to talk about someone who's not cheap after the break. <laughs> Judge Judy. She just won a uh, a big lawsuit, but it also kind of sh- showed us something about her negotiating tactic with CBS. Every three years, her deal would be up. Her negotiating tactic was so awesome. You'll you'll just want to hear it. So anyway, we'll let, let you know how much money they said is okay for her to make each year and how she negotiates that money with CBS. Tell you about next. It's uh, Cheapo, <laughs> Cheapo and Steve coming back on my talk. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071, Everything Entertainment. Hey, Donna. Hey, Steve. How are you? I'm great. Big fan, big fan. <laughs> I mean, of Judge Judy. Of course, yes, aren't we all? Um, I, I came across a couple of articles regarding Judge Judy this morning. I remember everybody, everybody I think everybody does love Judge Judy. I think everybody wants to be Judge Judy in that she Wants to be says, that forthright. Yeah, just she just calls it as she sees it, and we don't all do that. Remember the first presidential debate last year? Yes. And it was just a bleep show. It Everybody was, was talking so over bad. each other. Mm-hmm. Who was it? Chris Wallace? Who oh, yeah. Couldn't he couldn't get control. control of anybody. And, you know, to his credit, he tried. I mean, you can only do so much. But I remember my mom said, Judge Judy needs to moderate the next presidential debate. Absolutely. And I thought, wow, that would be great. I love it. Anyway, I think a lot of people, yes, have love, respect for Judge Judy. Boy, she gets paid to the tune of $47 million a year in salary. Unbelievable. So, um, it's essentially, here's what happened. There was a, what are you laughing at? I'm laughing at your kids. Sorry, there's kids on the other side. Uh, the Right now, the nine-year-old is watching the five-year, the or the one-year-old. We have a speech therapist coming over. It's a whole thing, all right? Wow, it's just, you're we're busy. Just hanging in there. Um, anyway, yeah, so sorry, you'll hear their sounds. It sounds like they're in the courtroom with Judge Judy right now. <laughs> no. Hey, why don't you zip it? You're all done now. <laughs> so they, there was a um, situation, a lawsuit from Richard Lawrence, Rebel Entertainment Partners. This was the successor in interest to the agency that originally packaged Judge Judy. And so essentially what happened is for the agency's work that they did, um, this Richard Lawrence was forever entitled to 5% of Judge Judy's net profits. And further, there would be no deductions for sums paid to other profit participants. So here's what this means. Uh, She had this big old salary. And this got this guy, Richard Lawrence, and his Rebel Entertainment Partners upset because they were arguing, in short, Judge Judy was getting a higher salary just to disguise what were actually show profits, which the agency should have been entitled to. And Hmm. so they were saying, for reference point, back in like the 2010s, Letterman and Leno, neither of them were making north of $28 million in a year. So for her to be making $19 million more than them per year in just base salary for her work on Judge Judy, seemed excessively high Hmm. and unfair to her business partners, this agency who was supposed to have rights to 5% of the profits. Okay. The headline this morning reads, Judge Judy's $47 million salary is not 
excessive. An appeals court agrees. So this was a you know good thing, I suppose, for the camp of Judge Judy. Okay, so she's getting paid, and essentially they're saying, look, what she did, she was able to make this much money. She deserved this much money. She was able to negotiate it, and they were not hiding profits because she would not have wanted to open herself up to such a situation because you'd be really legally Mm -hmm. opening yourself up to a vulnerability if you were trying to hide money that was actually profits and disguise it as salary so that a business partner didn't get a cut and she doesn't strike me i mean first of all she's a lawyer right exactly even if she's retired whatever she was Um, a family uh, former family law i don't think i i think also you take an oath to not be crooked you know that would that that's crooked business, right? And right. I also think, okay, aside from the partner, don't you feel like you have an easier time accepting that Judge Judy makes $47 million easier than, say, an actor? Because she sure. put in so much education into her job, and she just happens to have a great personality. I don't know. I just... It's easier for me to go, Judge Judy made $47 million than Tom Cruise made $47 million for his role in a movie. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. I was just thinking out loud. Yeah, hey, I get that. Drop. Well, here's here's a little bit else. Uh, something else. So that's the headline, you know. So they won right. that in the Court of Appeals, whatever. Blah, awesome. Blah, blah. Yay. Um, but then it linked up to this older article from before you and I were even on the air together, Donna. Way back in 2017. Wow. And uh, Judge Judy had appeared in court about this same situation. This has been ongoing. And she was uh, talking about the... She was talking about just the, the, the genesis of... Judge Judy, and she was saying this in court as she was testifying. Some of the things she said I found rather interesting. She says, I remember the conversation because it was a life-altering conversation for me. I said, as a matter of fact, I did. Could she be a good television judge had she ever thought of it? She said, I did. I thought I would make a great TV judge, and I know that Joe Wapner had gone off the air. Little did I realize that the reason they were making this call is because they were both unemployed because People's Court had gone off the air. So there were some former folks who were working on that, now reaching out to her already with a thought about doing business. So all these years go on. She makes all sorts of just gobs of money. Mm -hmm. And she even had at one point Larry David, who she is related to by marriage. I didn't know that. Oh, interesting. Um, And they were giving her some suggestions on who she should have for an entertainment lawyer. So they go through these negotiations. She does the pilot. The show gets sold. It's wonderful. Uh, But then she goes on to negotiate these salaries. She said she had some people who told her, some people who told her, you know, you could be making $20 million more per year if you just produce this all on your own. But she said, I don't want to do that because I don't want to do all that work. It's just at this stage in my life, I don't want to put in that extra work. And she said, besides, how much can you actually eat? You know, like how much money do you really um, need? But anyway, she says that here's what she would do. Um, She would just go to them. She would meet with the CBS president at the time. Every three years, she would sit down for a renegotiation, bring along a card with her demands. Sometimes she wants a bump for the crew who work on Judge Judy. Sometimes it's something different, but there's always the salary. She says, we go into the grill on the alley, which is some backlot you know, restaurant, with the president of the company. We sit across the table. I hand him the envelope, and I say, don't read it now. Let's have a nice dinner. Call me tomorrow. You want it? Fine. Otherwise, 
I'll produce it myself. That's the negotiation. A few years later, new president comes in and says, Judy, I actually brought an envelope this time. And she said, you can keep it. There's only one envelope here. You open mine. And if you want it, great. If not, I'm going to leave. And she says, I don't want to read your envelope because then you'll start to think this is actually a negotiation. <laughs> what a power play. What a beast. Wow, that is awesome. Yeah.